Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Bring it. Today I go for my last day of physical therapy before I have my torn rotator cuff surgery on the 15th. Then months of additional physical therapy. It is stupidity at its worst. The insurance company would not allow me to have the surgery until I went through six weeks of physical therapy for it. They had to pay the expense of it, and I had to endure driving for miles to get there and going through the pain, which I will just have to go through again. What a waste! Knowing that my doctor told me that this tear cannot heal without surgery is not helped in thinking through this useless waste of time process. I asked my physical therapist what the difference between my current therapy will be compared to the post-physical or post-surgery physical therapy. And she simply said, pain. Apparently, it will be far more painful and last much longer. She then expressed that she wasn't as worried about that as what inactivity will do to me. She said to go from being super active to sitting around doing nothing while it healed would affect me. She went on to say that I will not even be able to lift a cup of coffee for weeks. I did something I rarely do. I went to God in exasperation and complained bitterly about my shoulder and while I was at it, my failing eyesight. I asked him why I couldn't catch a break in my old age but was greeted by nothing but dead silence. I am no stranger to pain and don't dread it nearly as much as sitting around with my arm in a sling. What will I do? Watch television? Arg! That sounds more painful than the surgery and rehab. Reading is an arduous task these days due to my poor eyesight. A friend of mine just sent me a book written by his wife, Charlie, entitled The Assignment that has a drawing of Jesus on the cover. I'm going to attempt to read it and was looking at it this morning. It made me think of Jesus' approach to pain and suffering. I thought of how he knew his assignment and what he was in for and how he asked God, if he could spare him his cup, to please do so, but nevertheless, God's will be done and not his. Of course, the difference here was that Jesus knew why he had to endure the cross, and I don't. Why I must endure my many cross. Am I being punished for my many sins? No, Jesus took punishment for all my sins. Is God trying to teach me something? Huh. I'm like an old dog trying to learn new tricks, but I will give it the old college try. I suppose 
slowly losing my eyesight each day is the thing that gives me that plum feeling the most. Poor little old me. Throwing the pain of a torn rotator cuff on top of blindness, experiencing the pain of degenerative arthritis in my spine, as well as the many broken bones I've endured, knees hurting due to untreated football injuries, neuropathy, and various other ailments seem like keeping more coals on my head. Should I lash out at God like Job or just suck it up, buttercup? Well, all that complaining didn't help Job, and he suffered worse than anyone probably that the world has ever known aside from Jesus. What was God saying about the suffering of this faithful man? Job is a book in the Bible where God allows Satan to attack a man, Job, who was faithful to God. In Job, we see this faithfulness as he loses everything important to him. Through this book, we see God's sovereignty and faithfulness during a time of great suffering. In Job 38, we see the Lord answering Job. Through this address, God shows that neither Job nor his counselors possess knowledge, complete knowledge, and how limited human understanding really is. When God responds through this passage, he's teaching that there is something more fundamental than an intelligent solution to the mystery of innocent suffering. When God responded to Job, he did not mention anything about his suffering or his innocence (coughs) or anything else. God was questioning Job to teach him a lesson of who God is. God was in the process of building up Job's confidence in him and be right, and by revealing that God is God, Job learned he could have a full assurance that all is well. Huh. God's speech makes me wish I hadn't opened my big mouth as I look around and realize the might of God's power and his infinite wisdom and know he's in total and absolute control. I understand that I may not see everything or understand all that is going around, going on around me. Duh. But there is one sure hope, and that is my faith in Jesus Christ. We must all persevere in our walk through this world, following the Lord no matter our current or past situation. He is the one who knows the way, and it isn't me. Without him, I'm lost. We all need to make Jesus the treasure of our lives through trials and tribulations and the good times. I look at it like seeing hurricane warnings ahead and know that I'm going to have to hunker down and get ready for a terrible beating. But I know that Jesus is right there with me 
and will be writing it out, standing by my side, and the final outcome will be splendid. So I say, bring it. Job 42.1, and Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do all things and that no plan of yours can be thwarted. You ask, who is this who conceals my counsel without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.